It's a four-game night slate on a Thursday night, and you know what a four-game slate means. It's a short slate, and it means I'm going to be leaning heavily on Mike McClure. Mike, I have a very bad history on short slates. I know this is not a problem for you. For some reason, it is an issue for me. So walk us through how we're going to dominate this slate tonight. Uh, Chris Sale. Chris Sale is the guy that you're going to use okay. to dominate. Now, here's my issue. I will accept that as a partial answer. But there are four games. Chris Sale is by far the best pitcher. He's going to be 60% owned. He's not going to help me dominate the night. He's just going to keep me afloat. Yeah. What else am I doing besides Chris Sale? Uh, you're going to try to sneak in a few Red Sox, maybe a Cub, maybe a Brewer. Uh, but you really, you're going to have to nail the second starting pitcher if you're playing on DraftKings tonight. That's the most important piece. And I think Adam Azer would agree if he was here on the podcast with us in saying that, you know, there's another ace on this slate. It's Chris Archer. He's only 8,800. He's the best second pitcher to use. Yeah, I think you mean the guy that's going up against Chris Archer, Dylan Bundy, I'm very excited about. So Chris Archer is 8,800. Dylan Bundy is 9,800, Mike. Settle the debate, Archer or Bundy tonight. Well, there's a lot we need to talk about in this game. And it's, you know, it's obviously these two pitchers. My issue with Chris Archer is if you look at the average exit velocity allowed of every pitcher on the slate, his is the worst. It is the highest at 95 miles per hour, which is not good for the average. That exit seems velocity. high. He also has the second highest average distance allowed against on the batted balls. Now that seems bad. Also Dylan Bundy, on the other hand, is only allowing 87 miles per hour average off the bat, which is the lowest on the slate. So you would rather play Dylan Bundy and not have any good hitters? I think that I might be trending that way. It really, honestly, that decision is going to be made later this afternoon once we see some of these lineups and hopefully get some good value plays. Are you guys uh, just not really considering Kyle Hendricks? Because I have Bundy and Hendricks as my two DraftKings pitchers. We, we will get there. There's one other okay. thing that I want to point out about this game, though. The umpire situation with Tony Randazzo behind home plate is very favorable for starting pitching. Okay. So that might help Archer a little bit, even though he's been just absolutely getting crushed. Uh, right now, honestly, I wish I could give you more, but it is an absolute coin flip for me between Archer and Bundy. I like them both. But Kyle Hendricks is not somebody you're considering. I, I am considering Kyle Hendricks, but the only way I'm considering Kyle Hendricks is if I am taking a stance on I'm going to get Mookie Betts. I'm going to get J.D. Martinez. I, I'm going to get, you know, the two to three best hitters on the slate no matter what. Yep, I got them both. So Jacob Junis is going up against the White Sox. It's a nah, matchup, not great. Bad park shift for them, so it's fine. He's been – his results have been much better than his peripherals so far. But his offense is facing the human home run ball, Lucas Giolito. Junis's win potential has to be pretty good. I would think if you were going to do a full Red Sox stack over on FanDuel, you might consider Junis at 8,700. Yeah, I think that it's a FanDuel-only play for me, uh, just because I do agree with you with the win probability. And, you know, if you listen to the show, I, I, I tend to lean heavily towards picking up that win more on FanDuel than DraftKings, uh, just, you know, simply because you get one starting pitcher over there. Uh, so I do like Yunus. I think he's one of the better pivots away from Chris Sale tonight. I like the fact that you call him Eunice. Yeah. It's kind of like Giannis. You yes. may just call him Jacob Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Let's just jump straight into the dong chasers. You'll notice we're not following the normal path of the show today. It's because it's a four-game slate. 
We can't follow the normal path. Chris Towers caught a dong last night with with Chris Davis, and the standings have gotten very, very close. Adam Azer still in first place at 1248. Chris Towers, 1245. I am at 1108. Mike, you are at 1070. And Scott White is at 700. Wow. So it is a big night. Big, big night. Catch a dong tonight, and you're in first place, unless your name is Scott. Chris started things off. He's going with Jorge Soler. I'm going to be really mad when Jorge Soler dongs. I think it's a good pick. He's only 3,400. It would be worth a lot. Um... I tried to pull this magic a couple nights ago, and it didn't work, but I like that pick from Chris. Adam followed it up with another of my favorites, Travis Shaw, in a matchup with Kyle Hendricks, a pitcher it sounds like he's thinking about using, which is interesting. I chose Lucas Duda, partially because I was tilting, partially because I wanted to leave Mike Moustakis for Scott White, because Scott likes Moose more than I do. I think Moose is a good pick. And Moose donged last night. Well, Scott chose Mookie Betts because he double donged last night. Not a bad pick. And on the same team as your Don Jesus picked. Yep. I'm going with JD Martinez. Uh, we're going to reference the average exit velocity here because it's pretty incredible. Uh, in the last 15, his average exit velocity is 97 miles per hour. Average distance on those batted balls, 260 feet. And uh, the hard hit rate, 63%. That seems good. Uh, yeah, J.D. Martinez is really poised to break out here. I think that he hits one, maybe two home runs tonight in this game. I, I think he's a near must play. Now, you are going to be disappointed by this, but there are not enough games for a full BVP breakdown tonight. So we will just kind of hit the highlights on the BVP. And you could guess it. Travis Shaw against Kyle Hen- Hendricks. Five for 15 with three dongs against Hendricks. That's why Adam Azer chose him. Uh, Chris Bryant could be coming back tonight. He's six for 18 with three dongs against Chase Anderson. Here you go. You'll like this one. Albert Almora has faced Chase Anderson 10 times. He has an 1164 OPS. I am playing Almora on DraftKings and probably on FanDuel too. Mike loves Just BVP. Love that Official. BVP. Mike does love BVP. That is obvious. Um, now, I'm going to try to change your mind about something else. The Boston Red Sox. Andrew Benintendi is 2 for 12 against Marco Estrada. Mookie Betts is 3 for 21 against Marco Estrada. Jackie Bradley, 2 for 14. Brock Holt, 1 for 16. Christian Vasquez, 2 for 11. Marco Estrada owns the Boston Red Sox. I didn't hear J.D. Martinez mentioned. You did not say J.D. Martinez. I did not say J.D. Martinez. So that that is correct. The Red Sox starting lineup has a 176, 266, 254 slash line against Marco Estrada. Let's try to tout that information as hard as we can on Twitter this afternoon. I, I want the Red Sox ownership to plummet because the Red Sox are going to score at least seven runs tonight. Does this mean that Adam Azer will have a Marco Estrada lineup tonight? No, but keep in mind, Aaron Sanchez had good numbers against the Red Sox, and Jay Happ had great numbers against the Red Sox. They both actually did pretty well. Are you saying the Red Sox are actually Canadian because the Blue Jays own them? <laughs> I, was, I, I have a bunch of Red Sox in my DraftKings lineup, including Brock Holt, who's it's tough to find uh, good cheap players today, but he was one of them that stood out. So I, 
I tend to agree with uh, with Mike, but it is two days in a row where the Blue Jays' starting pitcher has done pretty well against the Red Sox with good history. One place you can always find good cheap players at catcher. Let's start there. We are starting our DraftKings lineup with Sale, mystery pitcher number two, Lucas Duda, and J.D. Martinez. We'll see what we need after that. Who's your favorite catcher? Uh, it's, you know, I, based on what we're having to do at starting pitching here, I think it's got to be Christian Vasquez. Uh, I know the BVP sucks there for him, but at 2200, I mean, with four games, I, I think you kind of have to punt here. Uh, we will put Christian Vasquez in the lineup and move right past first base for now because Lucas Duda is in our lineup. That doesn't make you exceptionally thrilled. If, if you were on FanDuel, and you could play another first baseman. Is there somebody that stands out over there that you want to have in your lineup? Um, I mean, it kind of depends on how the teams line up tonight. I, I'm i big on Boston tonight. So I could see playing Mitch Moreland, even though the price tag at 3000 isn't extreme value. Uh, but, no, I mean, Duda is clearly the number one guy other than Anthony Rizzo if you can afford to pay up for him. Okay, at second base, are you also looking to play Brock Holt? Uh, I will play Brock Holt most likely. Uh, the only situation where I might not would be if Chris Bryant were to miss this game and Tommy LaStella was to get a start. I think that that's somewhere I would go. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I would like to have some Whit Merrifield in my life tonight against Giolito. Um, but I think we're mostly just going cheap because I got a feeling we're going to spend more money somewhere else at third base. Mike Moustakas, Travis Shaw, Rafael Devers, those are all elite options. I would personally probably rank them the way they are priced, Moustakas, Shaw, and Devers. Are you just going to go with the Red Sox? Is it that easy? Um, at, at this point, I do like the Red Sox. Just, you know, price is uh is going to win out there, but I do like Moustakas a lot. I mean, I think this is a really, really good matchup for him. Nice ballpark there, so I, I like that for him. We will plug Devers in. We're going to have to stop picking Red Sox hitters at some point. At shortstop, you've got Manny Machado at the top against Archer. I, other than that, I feel like it's a punt again. I mean, I, for me, it's another Boston Red Sox with uh, Eduardo Nunez. I, I think that that's probably where I'm going to end up being tonight so there. you're just basically playing in the single-game contests. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Where you just pick all Red Sox. Yeah, I'm going to live and die with the Boston Red Sox tonight. Um, I... You know, that's just kind of how it goes on a slate like this, but I, I recommend taking a stance one way or the other. I think that you kind of stack them up or you kind of avoid them. Is there a really cheap outfielder that you like so that we could afford to play a second good pitcher or not yet? Not yet. Uh, it's, I mean, Almora for the Cubs is not really cheap at 3,700, but he is someone that's cheap enough that I, I think you could consider. Do you think Lucas Giolito is good? No, John Jay is also someone I'm considering. John Jay and Jorge Soler, I think both at 32 and 3,400 make a lot of sense. If you put Jay in there with Almora, then you basically have enough money to pay almost any other pitcher, just not Dylan Bundy. Right. No, I and mean, that's probably where I would go. Uh, to that point on John Jay versus Soler, I'm absolutely going to lean towards John Jay, uh, just knowing that he's leading off on the road, just maximize those plate appearances on a four game slate. He is at home tonight against the White Sox. Right? Oh, it is. Uh, you're yes. right. I am, I am incorrect. In Kansas City, which is actually a benefit because if it was in Chicago, that's a much better home run park. I'd feel better about Solaire. So, right. Okay. With the bigger outfield, I think it gives Jay more room to, uh, drop those little dinks and doinks in. 
So the DraftKings lineup as of 1.04 p.m. Eastern. I emphasize that because I'm not telling you to play this exact lineup six and a half hours from now. Things are going to change. This is the outline of our lineup. These are players that we will largely have exposure to. But as always, you should go to sportsline.com. You should sign up for a subscription, just $1 for your first month with the promo code DFS podcast. And then you can get Mike's optimal lineup 15 to 30 minutes before lock. It will have some of these guys. It may have a lot of these guys. It most likely will not be this exact lineup. Before we get to FanDuel, let's talk a little bit about draft. This is a much, much better type of slate for draft than it is for DraftKings or for FanDuel. Yes, much, much better slate. Because you just have to pick five players, and you don't have to worry about price. So I think there's a pretty big difference in the upside at starting pitcher between Sale and everyone else. Oh, for sure. Sale is by far and away number one. So I know he's by far and away number one of the pitchers. If you are playing a three-man or a five-man draft, is Sale your number one pick? Let's say you're not playing in a draft with Adam Azer, so you actually get the first pick. Yeah, if I actually get the first pick, then I think that I'm probably still taking Chris Sale because there are a number of hitters in good spots tonight. Absolutely. And then if we're looking at, let's, let's try to work through maybe a top five. I don't believe I'd take any of the other pitchers before I would take Mookie Betts, who would be my, my first hitter pick. Yeah, I agree with that there. I, I don't think that I would take another pitcher probably in the top five. No, because I think JD Martinez is pretty easily in second place. Mm-hmm. Is it one of the third basemen, Mustakas or Shaw third? Um, I think it's close between Mustakas and Shaw and Anthony Rizzo. Okay. He has been just dreadful. He has. But, but it's going to change. Yes. Uh, Christian Yelich already up there, also up there. I would probably personally go Betts, Martinez, Shaw, Rizzo, Mustakas. Who's my top five? I, I like it a lot. Mustakas, it's prob- probably Mustakas for me there also, but I do like Braun, Kane, Yelich, uh, one of the Milwaukee Brewers is going to have a good game against Hendricks. And then without price being a consideration, I think tonight at least you would have to take Bundy over Archer. Yeah, I'm certainly going Bundy over Archer on the draft app. Okay, let's get over to FanDuel. We built a lineup already with Sale and Archer. Let's try to build a FanDuel lineup with Junis. Jacob Antetokounmpo. Or Jacob Antetokounmpo. We also have Lucas Duda. I've already plugged Devers and Martinez in, so that's 3280 remaining per player. That's that's a much better position to be in. I think at second base on FanDuel, there's only $600 difference between Whit Merrifield and Brockholt. Yeah, I think it's pretty clearly Whit Merrifield there, uh, you know, on FanDuel tonight. And then we're probably punting shortstop again. I guess Eduardo Nunez, Nunez is 2900. That's not quite a punt, but that's the right play, right? Yeah, I think that Nunez is really the only play here in this spot. So then in the outfield, you get 3,400 for two outfielders per player and a utility. We already have J.D. Martinez. You could balance this out and have three very good players here, or we can take Mookie Betts because we didn't have him in our other lineup, and we want to have some Mookie exposure tonight and kind of try to find cheap players from there. I definitely think that we're going to want to get Mookie Betts in here, max out those four Boston Red Sox, and then look for... Some good value because they're still good value plays. Yes. Looking at the outfield and the value plays on FanDuel, John Jay is 2,600. Jorge Soler is 2,700. Um, that's like Steve Pierce 
is 3,000. Chris Sale is amazing, but Steve Pierce kills lefties. Yep. So that might be a good contrarian play if you're looking for cheaper outfielders. I think it's John Jay for me. Oh, yeah, certainly. John Jay is going to occupy one of those two spots for me in this situation. And then at utility, you get 2,800. We've got Soler right there. We've got Carlos Gomez, but going against Bundy, I don't like that at all. Is it Soler, or is there somebody else a little bit cheaper that you would rather have in your lineup? Uh, I think at this point in the day, it's probably going to be Soler. Um, the only other person that I would I, – I like Tommy Lasella when he gets to play. Yep. Uh, if he's in this lineup and hitting top five somehow, top six, I, I could see using him at 2,500. So the FanDuel lineup, Antetokounmpo. That's Jacob Junis. Lucas Duda, Whit Merrifield, Rafael Devers, Eduardo Nunez, J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts, John Jay, and Jorge Soler. Get you some Chris Sale tonight. Get you some Red Sox offense. It's hard to do both on FanDuel. And let's see Lucas Duda hit a dong. Dudong. Dudong. Out of the park. Put me back in first place. We'll talk to you again on Friday, a much longer and more robust show on Friday with a full slate of DFS baseball.